0: Dreams. I like the dreams of the future better than the history of the past. Thomas Jefferson. All our dreams can come true if we have the courage to believe them. Walt Disney. I'm a dreamer. I have to dream and reach for the stars. And if I miss a star, then I grab a handful of clouds
1: Anybody? Is this a quiz? <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tyson. <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
0: And if I miss a handful of clouds, I beat the shit out of a thunderstorm. <laughs> he didn't say it last part. <laughs> I'm making that up, but how often do I get to quote Mike Tyson? We've all had dreams. Some of us are uh, fortunate enough to be living them and others still pursuing them, but we all have them. And from time to time, we, when we were children... We had dreams through our adolescence, we had dreams, and even as adults, ugh, we have dreams. One of my favorite lines in the movie is from, uh, for the movie Diner, Mickey Rourke, playing Boogie, when he says, if you don't have good dreams, Bagel, you have nightmares. I tend to agree, which is why I'm still dreaming today, and usually with a glass of whiskey. Welcome to Whiskey Business, a podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. I am your host, Dino Tripotis, and our guest bottle, and I'll explain because uh, it's a goodie, a goodie for us in Ohio because it's hard to find. It's the Weller Antique 107, very hard to find bottle, not an expensive bottle, if like 25
2: you, bucks. twenty five bucks.
0: Yeah, but on the second, right now, I could have sold this bottle right now on the secondary market for ninety seven dollars. Wow. In some cases, I saw it go on for as much as two seventy five. And don't um, tell my wife that. I, I'll explain why. <laughs> I'll, I'll, explain, I'll explain why we're drinking it because our guest for tonight uh, unfortunately had to postpone and cancel. Summer Stairwood was supposed to be with us, comedian and uh, whiskey enthusiast. We hope to have her back on the show. Uh, upcoming guests on the show will be Jim Canepa. Jim Kanepa is the superintendent for liquor control. So we
1: can ask him about the well In the state uh-huh. of Ohio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And he's coming up. Where I think we're, we're talking to him on August the 14th. He will dispel the myth and mythologies about why Ohio supposedly gets shortchanged on all the good stuff. And is Ohio really getting shortchanged on the good stuff? So I'm just kind of kind of teasing ahead. So, yes, a canceled guest night, but we're still having a podcast. Who am I having a podcast with? I decided rather than skip a week because we're on such a wonderful creative flow. That, we are. that I would uh, <laughs> incorporate um, my producer, Greg Hansberry. Hello. And a former guest, friend, and video, videographer for tonight.
2: I thought you were going to say aficionado, but that would be whiskey
0: aficionado and director John Whitney, who was on the show before, director John Whitney, who has graciously lent... His talents to us here recently by by giving us our, our YouTube channel. We have a
1: YouTube channel now. Yeah, that's so right, uh, that's
0: what we're doing. With, so
1: whiskey business podcast at YouTube, guys. Thank you. With, with, subscribe now with Dino Tripotas.
0: With Dino Tripotas, we've
1: got five subscribers, and I don't think we've told anybody yet. We got so five? there's three three of us right here.
0: I've seen yeah, one Where's is you? me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. We- <laughs> Two I, I don't know if I've subscribed or not. All right. I, I don't that's even good. know. I'm not sure. It's an extra I'm, not, I'm not sure. I know how. <laughs> so that's <how>, that's
2: <laughs> something to shoot for to six to tonight. It. But I've seen. <laughs> I've
0: seen more than five views on the YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah.
2: For not talking about it, we got like almost seventy views on on the on the clip on the, on, on on the whiskey clip. shot. On the,
0: that's. I like the whiskey shots. I think yeah. the whiskey shots. We'll we'll stumble across that as we go. Mm-hmm. But I thought instead of just blowing off the podcast, I, I thought maybe we would. Uh, have a conversation amongst ourselves. And that's why I broke out the good bottle, because I consider you both family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Whiskey, top bist- friends. whiskey top shelf friends. Whiskey bin, Top shelf friends. You said know top what? shelf. You know what, Hansberry? That's not <laughs> a bad thing. I got top shelf friends. <laughs> and uh, I, I got uh, bottom shelf friends, you know, as far as the whiskey And goes. the black velvet friends. Yeah, yeah no uh. kidding. Yeah. One man's swill. Yeah. Is another man's swell. <laughs> I thought that tonight the topic would be because while we're all on similar paths, so to speak, at least in respects to this podcast, I wanted to talk about uh, dreams. I wanted to talk about what you want to be when you were growing up. When you're growing up, you always have that first raw thought as to what you're going to be when you're grown up. John Whitney, what did you want to be when you were growing up?
2: I honestly wanted to be an astronaut.
0: An astronaut?
2: I wanted to be an astronaut. All right. What happened? I I became six foot nine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's no six foot nine
2: astronauts? It's too tall? No, it's too tall. I I believe at the time when I was, even though I can't do math, so it's fine. I would not have made it anyway. I was not very strong (laughs) in math. Um. Yeah, I think the the you couldn't be past five nine, or there were some guys that were six foot, but I think they were cheating a little bit. But uh, you couldn't be more than six foot tall.
1: How do you cheat on your height? I don't know. <laughs> there are ways you fudge
2: it. I don't know. You All right. wear wear a weight belt to compress your spine before they measure you. I have no idea how are they do it. I
0: don't know. I actually <laughs> I actually went to the doctor on on Monday for a physical, and I was actually a half inch taller. Really? you're gonna hit your growth spurt one I, of these days i you don't know if since i left the radio station i've been standing up taller and straighter
1: or laying on the couch longer but i was
0: like she's like 72 and a half i go are you sure because i thought I, I thought i was starting that that downward
2: spiral i was shrinking yeah you know gravity is not your friend when you're older i
0: thought maybe by the time <laughs> i turned 60 i'd be you know 5, 11, five 10 and a half but yeah, I don't know. You got I a year. You got a year. I shot up a half an inch since the last mm-hmm. physical, but I never heard that being too. You you can be too tall to be an astronaut.
2: Okay, there's still a, 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 a limitation, I believe. And I think it's higher. I think there are guys that are like six foot four now, but be, that's because like the shuttle was bigger and they could fit people mm-hmm. in there a little bit easier. But back then, it was like the uh, the Apollo capsule, which was like a sardine can, and you had to get three guys in there, and it was like teeny weeny guys. So they had to be small, and I've stood next to astronauts who've gone to the moon, and they are short. They're like you know, they're like uh, five seven, five eight. They're they're not very tall guys. I
0: can't remember when those when when the brothers that were up in space forever did they come back taller or shorter? I can't.
2: Usually, when you're up that long, you you come up you come down a little bit taller because there's no gravity, no gravity. compressing your spine. So right. you come back a little bit taller. See, you could have been an astronaut. You had much. the answer yeah. right off the bat.
0: Yeah. What, you, hey, I'm on. a nerd when
2: it comes to that crap, you know. It's
1: like so, it's uh, fun. and we're, we're easy to impress. Too. <laughs> <laughs> At what age did you
0: dash the thought? Like I'm not going to be an astronaut. Uh, when uh, did it? It's like okay, this isn't going to happen.
2: Probably when I discovered that uh, my math skills were just not going to be there, and I and I knew because my father was kind of in the sciences, and I, I always like read these magazines like uh, Aviation Week and Space Technology. So I kind of knew, and you know, back then it's like I. I'm you know I'm dyslexic and math is not. I keep messing up my numbers. Dyslexic? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When did you
0: you get diagnosed with that?
2: uh, Probably when I was uh, in God fifth or sixth grade, easily. Yeah.
0: Did they have a test for it back then? Because that was like in the (laughs) forties. (laughs) Nineteen
2: forty-seven. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: did they? Did they have a test? Seriously, did they yeah, had yeah, a test for yeah. the dyslexia they could, back
2: then. Yeah, they could test you, and then and then they could figure it out. by, by a I keep forgetting that I'm older than you guys. So, but not you know. by much. You no, know. I'm old, you're only like six years older than I am, Dino. Six years is huge
0: when you when you're talking, you know, tests. I <laughs> will right, we'll come back to you in a second. I want to know Hansberry. Your first. As a child, your first dream, I want to grow up and be a... Well, as, as,
1: as a young child, uh, probably a baseball player. A baseball player. I mean, that's, I think, a lot of young kids. I mean, that's what my five-year-old wants to be, a baseball player, because that's all you know when you're a kid. You don't have any responsibilities except for going outside and playing in the yard, playing baseball. Did you play I baseball? Did. I did, I, all, all through grade school. I did a little bit in high school, but... You a good ball player? I was okay. What, I was, what position? Uh... I, I second base, sometimes outfield, because I was quick. So I was a little and quick, so I was like, like the leadoff. Uh-huh. I was like to steal bases, like, like yeah. that kind of scrappy player. Scrappy? Baseball
2: yeah. was my plan B, I think. Yeah, see? <laughs> batting <laughs> um, average, You remember? I love baseball. I,
1: I had a decent batting average because uh, I, I used to bunt a lot, because I could beat it out. So I'd bunt. Mm. They'd give me the bunt sign, whatever So it you were was. fast. So I'd fast. I'd, I'd bunt fast. and beat it out. I'd get a bunt hit, bunt single or whatever. and. Uh, or advance the runner, and it wouldn't count, count against my average. Nice. Playing so, National League baseball. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Cardinals I mean, fans, Reds dream. fans here. Yeah. And at
0: what age did hmm. that, like, I'm not going to be a baseball
1: well, player? Well, um, it's funny because when I entered high school, it, I could go all in and be an athlete, but we also had a uh, spring musical. And we've talked about this on previous episodes. <laughs> We're like, a, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I think what, what you want. want. I don't <laughs> oh, want
0: to no, be no a baseball, baseball
1: player. I want to do Oklahoma!
2: <laughs> that's where the girls are, though, man. <laughs> it's,
0: it's
2: very true. It's very true. The theater girls are.
0: If you could have done Damn Yankees, you would have had both bases <laughs> we covered. We did do Damn Yankees. <laughs> you did do damn yes. Yankees.
1: All right. But right. uh, I had okay. this crossroads where I played, tried to do both. Uh, that's two and, musical uh, references in one uh, podcast. And, uh, we um, have a third one. We're... So, uh, I'm answering your next question So I kind of uh, Evolved to my Real dream Which I still kind of have today Which is Music and performing And I, I Knew about that High school age When I decided to do The damn musical no. Then to, to stick with baseball. The damn musical the damn, damn Oklahoma, Yankees. or the damn we musical did, damn Yankees? Uh, I did Oklahoma, Fiddler, Fiddler on the Roof, Dan <laughs> Yankees, and uh, Into the Woods. We had the Oklahoma soundtrack on on my at <laughs> home yeah. on, on vinyl. Yeah,
2: <laughs> who would you play in Fiddler? <laughs> uh,
1: I was I I don't even remember. I didn't have a lead role. Who would you play in Into the Woods? My daughter did that. Into musical the Woods, in high I was the crazy old man. I don't even remember his name. I think he was like one of the dads. He was like the the main characters dad and he was like I a, a, uh, I don't know, did you, have, did you guys see the movie? He, he was like a, <laughs> a man who just lived in the wilderness and mm-hmm. was a little nutty. So
0: did you have a musical theater in high school? Did you guys have a program?
2: We did, but I, would, I was never a part of it.
0: I, I They canceled ours. I remember you saying that. I but. went four years, four years without a chance to...
2: Mm. And as dis- soon as you left they said okay Dino's gone. <laughs> Dino's gone. <laughs> Let's, Let's get, get him the in. Musical here. theater program up again. So we didn't have <laughs>
0: plays, we didn't have we had uh, choir. That was it. I was in I was in choir. Mm. Uh, and a cappella choir. Oh. oh yeah,
2: yeah. 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 That's, that's <laughs> another
1: whiskey business <laughs> episode. Uh,
2: so like going, "No Dino, we cannot do any Dean Martin songs." <laughs> Even back then, <laughs> I liked
0: Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra.
2: My first yeah, what's your dream?
0: Yeah, my, my, well, my first honest that I can recall, uh, profession that I wanted to be was a cartoonist. Oh, sweet! That's cool. Nice. Ask me if I can draw.
1: Can you draw? Not a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't draw
0: to save my life. I, I think I think at one point, I was able to do a. Pretty reasonable facsimile of Yippee the turtle in the back of a comic book. If you can draw Yippee, oh there'd yeah, be yeah, like yeah. an ad in the back of a. If you can draw Yippee, I, I don't know if his name was Yippee. You oh, it was Tippy, Tippy or Yippee, Something. Either way, it was it was a cartoon <laughs> turtle, right. and if you could draw the cartoon turtle, you could. Have a future as a cartoonist, and I think what I really liked more than the actual drawing of the cartoons was—I I think I liked writing mm-hmm. the the humor that went with mm-hmm, them, mm-hmm. the jokes that might go with them. And there was a point in time where a friend of mine, uh, who was very artistic, I said, "You know, you you write you you draw the pictures, and I'll write the jokes." Yeah, and, and you know, we'll have a famous cartoon strip. And that didn't happen. Did you guys yeah. have uh, guidance counselors? Sure. And did you have guidance counselors that suggested what type of career maybe you should consider given your aptitude?
2: I actually, I to be honest, I didn't see my counselor that much. Um, I When I was in high school, I was kind of in a time in my life where I didn't feel like I was even going to go to college. Uh-huh. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. I I was playing basketball, and that was what I was doing, you know. And I was how tall are you? I was six, eight, and then it was six nine. Okay, ish. yeah, you better have been playing basketball. So I didn't know if I wanted to go at all. I didn't know if I just wanted to work or whatever. I'm kind of the same, you know, similar to the things that are going on in my life right now with people in my life. But um, but uh, uh I I just I never did. But I ended up getting. I ended up. So the answer, no. I never.
0: (laughs) never. There wasn't a, you guys didn't have, once again, I'm older, you guys didn't have an aptitude test that you took in high school that that maybe, like, you should go to college and pursue medicine. You shouldn't even bother with college. You should just get it. I
1: don't remember I don't remember taking that. by, By the time I was in high school, they were very, like, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, no, that, that was not the case. Uh, I guess no pressure was right. what I was trying that, to get at. That was not the case. I went in my to. High um, if
0: they didn't think you were college worthy, they did not push it. They, they said you should work in the mill <laughs> <laughs> and be happy about it. And I almost did stay and not go to college because I got a job in the steel mill the right. summer before.
2: Down in uh, where was
0: it? Down at uh, uh, William Pittsburgh Steel. Oh, really? Right there oh, okay. in Steubenville, Yeah, yeah. And almost got. I got a job. Was making good money real good money you know shit 18 years old and and and, and making more money than i ever seen in my entire life why should wow. i go to college then they put me in the blast furnace for 2 mm-hmm. weeks and i said sign me up <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: i can't imagine that i've been on uh, video shoots where we've gone to steel plants and uh, mills and they're, oh my god i cannot imagine standing in that heat for all day long oh it was for no, you couldn't years. you
0: couldn't you couldn't work the blast furnace more oh than my god. If, I, if i recall more than like 15 20 minutes an hour because the heat was so intense, and, and the job I had before that were like the easiest. You, you wonder what, why the steel mills went down, and there was so much money that was wasted. I had one job where I literally was told to sweep from one end of the floor to the other. I said, "Okay," and when I get done, then what? Do it again. Sweep it back.
2: <laughs> I bet.
0: That was my job
1: for eight hours. I had to
0: look busy and you know and sweep the floor. And then the other job that actually required you know somewhat of a, a manual skill I have I was a coil bander. I had to stick the metal coils around uh, the big bands of steel and, and fasten them and send them on their way. that go. at least was and those came, oh geez, really like ooh, one an hour <laughs> so. You know, at least I had that to look forward to. But yeah, there was just money, just just being thrown at people, and, and then still the mis- hiring. <laughs> the steel, then, the, the, then the steel industry took a hit, and and the rest is is that sad, place is it closed now? Sad history. It, it's it's yeah. It's mm-hmm. if it's not closed, a lot a lot of the air portions of it are closed. There's, yeah. like a nominal amount of work that's in there. But um, my aptitude test, which you guys didn't take, uh, said that I should. Uh, uh, consider a, a a job in the, um, the priesthood.
1: Ah, yeah.
2: Father Tripodis. <laughs> I Fuck could have Dino.
0: been. I could have been Father Dean. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, you know, said really. He goes, yes, because because I had a uh, an aptitude for working uh, well with people.
2: People person. Yes, yeah, people I can person. see that. I don't
0: know. I don't know why it leaned towards the the priesthood, but. Uh, I went like.
2: Mm-hmm. Your mom didn't go in there and say, "I want a priest in my family." Well,
0: I would have been a Greek Orthodox priest, yeah. and Greek Orthodox priests can actually marry if they Ooh, if they ah, get married if they get married before they're ordained, they can, can they can married. have a wife. Yes. Well, that's clear. not so
2: bad. No,
0: it's not so bad. But the, I I disagreed with that with that calling. I was put in the blast furnace, and off I went to Ohio State, the Ohio State University, <laughs> which back then, all you had to do was be a resident of the state. Yes. And they had to take you. They didn't have to keep you. <laughs> yes. But they had True. to take you. They had to take you, and you, they took me.
2: And you studied criminology, correct?
0: Criminology and English literature.
1: So then when did the cartoon uh, bubble burst? Just when you realized you When I realized that 19, 19,
0: you know 10. all I could draw was, was Yippee or Tippy yeah, the, the yeah. Turtle. And that was pretty much. You
1: couldn't
2: get Billy the Stick Boy off the ground.
0: Uh, yeah, it's a, <laughs> right. You know, I don't know because it's interesting because that's that's one area of creativity that I that I almost kind of want to explore again. Not cartooning mm-hmm. or being a cartoonist, but but painting. You know, I ever ever wondered like you think as you get older that sure. there's something you've never done before that's always been like a. Like George W. <laughs> like, well, yeah. yeah. Well, like in the back of your mind interest and you never either had the time or the energy to pursue it. And you go, one, day, one of these days I'm going to what?
2: Anything? You know, one of my big dreams was this kind of connected to being an astronaut. I wanted to get my pilot's license by an old like World War II um, seaplane and just retire down to the Bahamas, ferrying people back and forth between the islands and live on the, on the plane
1: that'd be cool that'd be that'd be really
2: awesome I'll do that. <laughs> that's my that's my new dream uh, too I'd, yeah i like that i one. like that too yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be really awesome
0: but, and, and just
2: just chill out and drink and uh you know but i'd be like this skinny old guy you know with gray hair just barely making it from one place to the other and
1: oh, old man whitney <laughs> that's right
2: you're going like, up an go old way
1: old man whitney's plane yeah.
0: good luck I'd,
2: I'd be like jimmy stewart you know and that'd be nice be fun. Well,
0: you can still do that. I,
2: I could mean, still do that.
0: That's that's still, that's yeah, still, still a potential dream. Hansbury, you're you're locked in right now with raising two kids, and you got your beautiful wife. And, and I,
1: yeah, and I really can't what, answer that it, question. It, so, uh, well, I mean, well, maybe it's not there yet. I think that's the case, because as we kind of probably dig deeper into this conversation, I still feel like I'm trying to do my first dream or. My, my second dream, which is the music and the performing. Okay, and let's talk about that for a second. The music and performing, because you produced The Morning Show
0: at Sunday right. 95, mm-hmm. which is music-related, right. but not your music, and performing it, and we always used to tease you about the fact that you always
1: wanted to be on our Christmas show when I was at the finally got a gig, really and they big. made my kids sing. They wouldn't yeah. let me sing. <laughs> well, do we always Dina. said <laughs> no. I got a job, t- talking kind of more about the career path, I wanted to do music or, or write music and record music. I, I went to school at University of Dayton, and I went to my uh, college advisors, and they He's go, a "Flyer, He's yeah." A flyer. They go, "Well, uh, we don't got that, but here you go. Here, work at the radio station." And I just took to that. And college radio is a, is a fucking blast. It's a hoot. You it's just a WVUD uh, UDR UDR UDR. Uh, so that's sorry. where I kind of just was forced into that because it was a career path. And then... Um, Forced
0: or uh, one that you, you... You must have dug it on some level I because like is, you, yeah. could, you you worked in Chicago. You worked with John Brandmeyer in Chicago. It's a cool, yeah, it's a cool mean,
1: gig. You, you, you've worked in some, some major markets doing right. your thing. But I think at the same time, I also sacrificed not following... I think that was like a turning point where I was like, I could stay here at Dayton and do this radio thing or bail and go somewhere else. Right. And... Go all in on the music recording or whatever I wanted to do, and I decided to stay at Dayton uh, for several reasons. One, because of my wife, I mean, my dr- girlfriend at the time.
0: Dream dreams. Dayton's not such a bad place. Dreams <laughs> like that, are, it's it is it is tough to hold on to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. my daughter is a singer songwriter, right, mm-hmm. living in New York City, and she works her ass off, or did up up till just recently, worked her ass off in a bar. She's a great bartender. She's a general manager of a great you know, rock and roll bar and, and brought all her creativity and skills to that, but her dream is still singer-songwriter. She's getting uh, a lot closer as we speak. I don't want to jinx anything, but sure. and I can't go into details about it, but she's getting closer to that dream. But you know, that's, that's a harsh reality when you, when you have to say this might not happen. Well, yeah, but
2: mo- all, but most dreams never really die if they're if they're rooted deep in your soul, right? Uh, as, I mean, and yeah. and nor should they.
0: Nor should they ever die. But but they may not die. But there has to be a point. Or should I? Maybe that's a question: Is there a point where you say, you know what,
1: uh, I got to eat? Reality in real life ha- yeah. t- takes over. I got to eat. Exactly I gotta, what, you what know, it was. I, I, I decide, well, I, I, A, again, the social life, and B, um, I'm going to need a job, so I might mm-hmm. as well get a job in this I mean, this could industry. you go to,
0: your wife has a good job. Yeah. Could you go to your wife tomorrow and say, honey, I've decided to follow my dream."
1: No, she doesn't have that good of a job. <laughs> good news. I just bought five years worth of diapers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, well, it, what, what, what would she say? And I get no but again it comes down to the the practicality and reality of it like we couldn't we couldn't pay our mortgage so I couldn't do it right? yeah I mean if I could so you're
0: so you're a responsible dreamer
1: well right it's I still chose, back, you
0: still play music right I
1: still well you and still write music yeah and actually uh, more recently we've gotten together and started to do more and we uh, went to a, a studio here recently and recorded some stuff so you, we're, we're do um, you have a band yeah well, we uh, we have a group of us. We we have no a, name yet. Or well, we don't man. really have a name yet. We're just buddy. It's a, a lot of guys in the same scenario: young, thirty-something dads who have real fucking jobs, but we the still name. have that's, that's the name of the band, yeah. right there. Thirty-something dads. Thirty-something <laughs> dads. Thirty-something
0: <laughs> dads is the name real of the band. We jobs. all got fucking jobs. Thirty-something uh, uh, yeah. dads. <laughs> uh, that's
1: that's the band right there. But, but at some point, I made the decision. The con- I don't know if it's conscious or unconscious to. Follow the radio thing and follow my wife. I don't have any resentment against getting married and having kids no, at all. No, you should know. She's awesome. No, but it's all good. It was that or bail and stay at the time I was living in Indianapolis with a bunch of my uh, sloppy buddies that were playing right. in bands and gigging around. That's, I mean that in, uh, in a good term way. Of endearment. Right. <laughs> Very, you know, we were sleeping on each other's couch and stealing Wi-Fi from the library and stuff, but we were playing music and, and had this little cool scene going. But that was yeah. You are in your twenties, right? Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, uh, I, and that's, that's and then that's the time to do that. Yeah. Which I never had the opportunity to do.
2: Did you just sleep on anybody's couches when you were on doing comedy?
0: Well, no, I didn't do comedy. See, I did everything backwards. Right. Right. I know. Yeah. I got sure. married when I was uh, twenty-one. Had a baby. Right. Worked two jobs that, you know, while I worked for wonderful people, I was I was working two jobs just to keep you know money coming in mm-hmm. and, in my twenties. Dreams? No, not in the equation. Hmm. You know, that's, that's
2: you're too responsible a guy, right?
0: <sighs> you know what? Psychologically, we could really get into it, and <laughs> say that you know, I, I could tell you what the biggest motivation was at that point. Yeah, there was a responsibility, but uh, the, probably the biggest motivation was I didn't want to be a a a dick of an old man, a dick of a father like my father was.
2: Sure, my
0: father, you know.
2: You don't want, around, you, yeah, you, yeah. you don't want to be in this sh- you know I
0: don't I didn't want to be I didn't want to like what's what's bred in the bone I did not want that to come to fruition where I didn't care mm-hmm. about the the welfare of of my child growing up so I didn't I refused to be that guy we, we wound up getting divorced but even after that that was still a priority in my life sure yeah to make sure that her care and welfare was was first before mine ever was I would when I got divorced, I, you know, did the investigative work, and then I reluctantly went into stand-up as just for fun, and then... Reluctantly?
2: And- How do you reluctantly go into
1: something like this? Because that? it wasn't, it wasn't, a, it <laughs> yes. wasn't, I, I never had the dream okay, of being a stand-up comedian. Well, that's what I was going to ask, because that's kind of what you've... Are, are are doing that's what you, the career path you've had that's... What, what's your you obviously don't want to be a cartoonist anymore don't want to be a cartoonist anymore at what point did I, you could draw, I could only draw Yippie that would be a
2: boring stand up just cartooning <laughs> and stand up be a comedy at the same time although you're onto something <laughs> at,
1: at what point did your dreams evolve to whatever they are now whether they're stand-up related or performance related writing or whatever that's a good question because if they're not stand up what are your dreams what do you i don't know if they were so much dreams
0: but they were uh, i don't know if if i just seized an opportunity because good at when i was when i was married and 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 working those two jobs that you know i just worked just to get a paycheck and had to work two jobs because one job wasn't cutting it i had to work two in order to make Mm-hmm. a decent amount of money, but I would go into the garage, and I had a little desk out in the garage. And once again, let me go back to ancient times. You had your typewriter. I had a typewriter. <laughs> you still have you one. Still, you I still have, I, have I, a I, still typewriter. have I see dust on but, that but Mac I, over there. <laughs> <laughs> that Mac is just for show. <laughs> I actually... It, Never mind. Side sidebar. Yes. I yeah. The, the I forgot. I left it unplugged. It took me forever how to figure out just to plug the goddamn thing in and get it oh, charged no. back up. And, uh, yeah. So, but it, it's, old man heaven has last week. Really but hasn't. I figured it out. Well, yeah. I had a typewriter out in the out in the out in the garage, and what whatever hours I had after the baby went to sleep and the the couple hours, and sometimes it was in the middle of the night. I would go out there and I would write. So. And I would write funny stuff, serious stuff, whatever the case might be. I was probably more prolific writing in, in, in my twenties. Granted, it was crap, you know, because.
2: <laughs> so do you think? Do you think comedy kind of uh, you went toward comedy in, uh, as a way of getting your material, what you were writing, out there?
0: Maybe, maybe I don't know, I, because uh, maybe it was just I always used humor. As a, a tool,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, even with the jobs I had, I was. I, this is where I hear a lot of people think where they make a mistake. Uh, a lot of people, well, I'm funny at work, so I should be a stand-up comedian. Right, right. I make everybody laugh at work, <laughs> yeah. so I should be a stand-up comedian. Well, I was one of those guys where I did make everybody laugh at work, and I was funny at work. Now, I didn't think I'd be a stand-up comedian. I only went, I only went to stand-up. Um, when it first happened to relieve the stress. I was an investigator and I was working two very complicated cases at one time and used to love to go to comedy clubs just to chill out mm-hmm. and relax. And then one night I had, there was an amateur night and I went up and and I started talking about, you're right, some of the things that I had written about my family. Mm-hmm. I started doing jokes about my family. Everything I, everything I did on stage was, was honest it was it wasn't you know uh i went to taco bell last night at two o'clock in the morning And no, it was about being divorced and and, and having a neurotic mother and an mm-hmm. overbearing
2: i remember those really old older early jokes about yeah. your mom yeah 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 so
0: <laughs> I, and probably the worst thing that could have happened was i got laughs <laughs> Which is very addictive. Yeah. They the like me. Sense. Yeah. You're performing music. Right, sure. And people, you know, stand up and, and applaud your, your music and tell you that they love that song. That's addictive.
1: Yeah. Well, and uh, to bounce off of that, I feel like um, when I was 20 and wanted to play music, I wanted to be a rock star. You know, I wanted to have a million fucking followers and sell records and stuff. And now... I still have that to, to kind of what you were saying, John, earlier about your dreams are still inside of you as a passion. You I still help. want to do that. Yeah, but I I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna fly to L.A. and you know gig. It's more about getting that material out there, and I think technology is allowing you us to do that and just put stuff up on on SoundCloud and do stuff.
2: I agree with that. I think the only thing that, that, that I, I think the thing that that is good about living on the coast is that you get meeting meetings faster. If you're talented and then people want to talk to you, they'll find a way to meet with you. Right. You know what I mean? So it doesn't really matter right now because of technology of where you live. Although the opportunity of people seeing you is higher because there are talent scouts on the coast, not so Mm. much in Columbus. No, not so much in Columbus.
0: But (laughs) in today's world, you know, where you can put auditions – Anywhere. Sure. Anywhere and send them out. People,
2: yeah. you know, people want yeah. to see
0: if people like and, you enough, though. And
2: record companies have like people who troll uh, sites, and mm-hmm. all they do is listen to things. i, I give you an example. I, I made a film called um, – it, it's the one with the bullhorn and the guy who was trying to be a filmmaker, and it was like this little tiny one-minute film that um, that I just was like – I did for fun, and I put it out there. I get a call from IFC, the Independent Film Channel, and They're saying, "Hey, uh, we were on this site and we saw your film. Can we put it on IFC?" Yeah, I'm like "Sure, fuck yeah." Do you know what I mean? So it's like they troll places, and you, you don't know. And I'm here. I am in Columbus, Ohio, and I, I have this film that's been on IFC, and it's just, granted, it's when they were like really begging for material, but back in the day, but but still, still, but but people are out there looking. You don't have to be in LA or New York or Chicago to get discovered.
1: But I guess the point is, is that it's less, at least in our situation, it's less about the accolades and having the millions and millions of dollars and more about following your dream because it's a passion because you want to do it and you sure. just want to get that material yeah. out there. And yeah, while yeah, there
0: yeah. may be people trolling, like you say, uh, the what I've learned just from my daughter's experiences is that, you know, uh, nobody walks into a, a nightclub anymore and says, "Sign that kid." Yeah, you know the, those those days are gone. The record <laughs> you, company, my friend, will be a star. Yeah, the record Gene company S- is now. S- <laughs> <of> cigar. <laughs> now you have to actually put your product together yourself, almost, and present it as a package. Yeah, and the record company, you know, you got to do all the legwork ahead of that, and the record company says, eh, "Okay, well, you could sign with us." I think
2: Bo, is part of that. Maybe this is a question for you. Was part of that like if you if you present yourself to the record company as a complete package, somebody who can write a song. Maybe, I don't know if you sing or whatever, write a song, but produce an album. And they see this guy can do a lot with nothing. Let's give him nothing, and maybe he'll make us some money. <laughs> you I, know what I mean? It's I wouldn't like, would doubt
0: that, that that's a thought that crosses. I sure. can't speak for you know music executives. Yeah, we, we, need
1: less, uh, we, we don't need to sink as much money into this guy. Well, guy just like whatever, this guy really. have talent. Can he
2: really come through? And can we trust this guy with a half a million dollars to make three albums or whatever it would be, whatever the number would be. And will
0: we get that money back? Yeah. Because, you know, it's not about CDs and records anymore, even though vinyl and whatnot's making a comeback and so forth. It's it's not, it's not that anymore.
1: It's about YouTube hits and Spotify plays and yeah. 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 It's
0: about downloads and, and people paying money to, to hear a song. That's crazy. I did have the dream. Uh, one of the, one of the side dreams was, uh, was actually to be an actor. Yeah. Yeah because uh, growing up as a kid in Studentville, Ohio and, and living with my grandmother, which I've mentioned in previous podcasts, the only thing I was allowed to do uh, under her watch was go to the library and go to the movies. So I fell in love with the movies and I I can't I would watch the Academy Awards every year since I was a kid and actually had that dream in my head that someday, someday I'm gonna be up there
1: as an actor as or an actor. director, writer? No, as a, as at the time, actor. it was an yeah, actor. Yeah. As an actor. Now,
0: as I'm older, I, I do... Well, John Whitney is... I've worked with John on several right. things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, now I'm the reluctant actor. Uh, <laughs>
2: to, to, Why are you a reluctant? I'm I don't a, understand I'm, this. I'm a reluctant actor now.
0: I am. I, 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 oh, it, it, I It's so weird. People say, you know, people want to take pictures or something, you know, like Facebook and this. And that. I go, sure. ah, I hate taking pictures. I don't mind being in front of the camera... Uh, like I hate this right now—the fact that we're—you'll
2: that we, get used to it—that
0: that we're YouTubing this yeah, because that's it, it, it's me. I don't mind being in front of your camera <laughs> yeah. as a character. Yeah, that's I'm fine because it's 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 a different reality. Sure, this I'm a little uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> this is fine i've forgotten
2: about these things these yeah. two cameras right here
1: i've totally forgot about them yeah the uh, two things no, i'm right very there. much aware of them and, uh, <laughs> and then what about you john what we kind of glossed over after oh we glossed. i was coming back okay i'm not done
0: with john whitney or you for that matter. all right okay well go ahead i'll let you know okay so when did, the, when did the when did the when did the the light bulb go off that said i wanted to i want to make movies
2: uh, I I I briefly talked about this when I was on your show last yeah. time. My my father was in television, right? So I was kind of connected to media, sure, at the time, and uh, so I was always um, exposed to uh, the process. What because although it was news, but I knew what went your into. Dad was a weatherman. He was a weatherman, a
0: meteorologist. No, was it
2: a weatherman or a meteorologist? No. At that time, weathermen were were put in well he was a reporter he he first he started in texas and san antonio in the air force he was a reporter for like the the newspaper and right. the base newspaper and he was a photographer you know with his little 16 millimeter camera on you know at a small station in in san antonio texas and then we moved to dayton and became a, a, a reporter with a, a little a little camera and he would go out and, and, where'd Dad go? I think there was a car wreck down the street. Okay, well, then he's going to take pictures of it. <laughs> so uh, I was always kind of exposed to the process of, of collecting moving images and how that worked out, you know what I mean? So in high school, I was part of a media program that was half a day you were at your regular high school, and the half a day you were either on radio or on television on the high school Branded oh, TV show. You had again. that. You
0: had that in high school. You I had, had that in high school. You had those facilities.
2: Those... WDPs in Dayton, oh, unbelievable. brother. Unbelievable. There, there you go. That's right. I had a flow chart and everything. You know,
0: listening to you guys, I may as well have been in like in a one room schoolhouse
2: <laughs> back <laughs> in yeah. Steubenville, Ohio,
0: because because all the extras that's right didn't exist. But
2: hey, man, I played I, I played 10 and 11, and I had to take a piss, brother. You know what I'm saying? It's just like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to take a piss. Tainted so love. so that
0: and you realized you had a
2: a talent for it. I had a knack for production. So, um I, I was playing basketball and I went to junior college to play basketball and at the time I th- thought I wanted to be, I don't know why. I wanted to be a a, a basketball coach, right? And mm-hmm. then I, I stopped playing basketball, and I was, I was washing dishes at the Cork and Cleaver in Dayton, Ohio. The Cork and Cleaver. The uh, Cleaver in yeah. Dayton, Ohio. And whatever happened to the cork and Cleaver. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. there's one or two left in the world. I'm not sure. I think Indiana's got one.
0: The cork and cleaver and the brown derbies. Yes. <laughs> whatever happened to those places? It's great you, pork rinds. You have no idea no, what I'm I, talking about. These are restaurants that were before your time. Yes. Racks?
2: Uh, uh, so where was I? Oh, and so I, uh, I was washing dishes, and I was like, going, there's got to be more to life. I'm not going to be a basketball coach. What do I love? And I remember going to movies with my father. We went. To, I, I think I may have talked about this in our last podcast, but I saw every Planet of the Apes the, at the driving movie theater. I always went to movies because I loved films, right? And I had a connection with production. I said, "Fucking making movies." So I went to Ohio State and, st- and studied film, and that's kind of how I got into it. So that dream was a kernel of like me growing up around production. And that, that was kind of how it worked Your out. Your brother Gil, is he younger or older than you? He's older than I am and by so, about a and year. And he half. is a cinematographer. Correct. And a great
0: one. Yeah, he's good. So did you see Big Brother doing, doing I that? I did
2: not the, because Gil actually worked for a bank and he was more of an IT guy. Interesting. And then he decided so like, to go like back what, to school. It's, it's not and like and,
0: I like what Big Brother's doing, I want to do what Big Brother's doing as well. So. I, I that had no influence. I,
2: well, I think maybe he saw how much fun I was having and, and maybe he had a knack for it. And Oh, and he interest. came into it after you did? Yes. Wow. Yeah, after okay. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. All
0: right. So, so you he, led
2: the way. I le- well, don't yeah, he might be listening. So, yeah, he, he decided on his own. That he, <laughs> well, I mean, he made the decision, but. <laughs> no, you- no, 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 no. I, maybe. I don't know if I influenced him or not. I think he saw uh, I was doing some stuff that was kind of fun. And maybe he decided that he wanted to be part of it, and in in, in, a, in a weird way, that's kind of the family business. In a weird cousiny kind of half cousin kind of way, news to like you know filmmaking and production, it's kind of a it's kind of a family business, really, because you know yeah, it is. Because my my grandfather was worked for CBS in in New York, and and you know it's just like all this stuff that kind of. And does your son have any interest in in that field at all? Not at all. Not at all.
0: <laughs> so it's good. Thank God. And what about what about uh, Gil's son? Have any interest in that? I don't know. I don't or think is, so. Is, is the Whitney film dynasty going to die?
2: It will die with our or, semen, with, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I have more questions for you. but I'm gonna come back to them because right, they'll sure. be, uh, I think, more appropriate towards the end. You. Anybody else in your family musically oriented? I mean, his dad yeah. was in the mm-hmm. in the television business. He was in, he was a he was in a reporter. You know, he was on TV. A weatherman. A, a weatherman. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that he was a weatherman. Had nothing to do with any any meteorology. He was just an attractive man telling you if it was going to fucking
2: rain. That's right. Yeah, and people loved him. We can get into more of that later, <laughs> Hansberry. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, but
1: but not at a professional level, so to say, so to speak. Um. Um, my grandmother on my dad's side went to uh, Indiana University and, like, was all into the big music uh, department there. And we have these old pictures of her doing things. And uh, my dad played drums in a garage band growing up. On my mom's side, the same thing. Um, her brothers and everybody uh, played guitar and they had the organ in the house. And But
0: did they have aspirations
1: um, t- of being big I, in music? I th- my uh, uncle did. Um, uh, he he would he's kind of kind of like I did. He just kind of threw some. Um, uh, he wrote some m- songs and recorded them here and there. It was into into music. He lived out in Austin, so uh, he worked at um, Austin City Limits, you know. Oh. But just working tech stuff. That's pretty freaking yeah, sweet, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, he was never. He was. Uh, but he was never a performer, so to speak. Um, but he kind of stayed in the field. He stayed in the field a little yep. bit, but nothing super. It's always been around and. Listening to music growing up, obviously, was a huge part. Um, but in, not in a like professional way, like follow this career path. Um, mm-hmm. Which I think part of why I, I don't, I'm i not pointing any fingers or anything, but I wonder, I just never had any direction of someone being like, this is how you do it, kid. Right. Go do this. I mean, sure. not that it's a, there's a magic bullet for something like this, but it just was like, well, go to school and get a degree and good luck.
0: Are either of you haunted by the what if what if I had done this and what if I had maybe not done that would life be different and would you be any closer
2: to uh, the dreams I don't get haunted with that kind of thought only because I um, if I would have done anything different, I would not have the life that I have today. I, yeah, that's it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know my wife Jen. Yeah. I wouldn't have that's my it. son Kirk. I wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't understand. have my friends. I, I. I think that's very healthy. I'm more of a. I guess would that be a, a fatalist? No, would that be fate? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I mean, identical answer. It, you know, if I didn't, if I would have stuck with the the chasing my dream with my buddies and the, you know beat-up uh, minivan, then I wouldn't have my wife or kids be where I am today, and I, I don't resent any of that.
0: Life is choices. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. Life is choices. Life is directions. Life is a, a series, not just one. I think it's a series of forks in the road, yeah. and you have to decide, you know, if I'm going to go right or left, if I'm going to take that particular exit,
1: or if I'm going to keep going straight. And there's no, there's no guaranteeing that if we went the other fork that we would be – any, successful millionaires? I mean, I might still have. I might still be
2: married to a crackhead wife and have some son that has murdered people and <laughs> yeah. is in jail and somewhere in California. But what a great film! Beyond that, would that. <laughs> <laughs> what a great
0: <laughs> film that would be. Uh, yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. And, I just. Well, sorry to interrupt, but
1: but that's the thing too. I guess in a way, I mean, we're still. As you're, like I was saying earlier, as your my dream has evolved, it's not to have that million. Mm-hmm. you know dollar contract but it's just still creating and doing that craft and helping people that will eventually will will uh appreciate it and that's what you guys are doing still yeah. too, to some degree yeah. Yeah. to some degree absolutely
2: yeah, yeah absolutely you right. still have to be creative in order to stay sane i think Yes. Yeah. that's, that's the if you're a
0: creative thing. person yeah. yeah i think if you're a creative person and you don't utilize your gift on any level that i think is truly yeah. sad yes If you you stifle it and if you smother it and and don't respond to that, for lack of a better word, muse, Mm -hmm. so to speak, on any level, I, I think you're doing yourself a huge
1: disservice. That would be the biggest regret just yeah. not trying to do something and so then, you
0: can go down in the basement and you can
1: you know, write
0: music and and have satisfaction yeah
1: and I get a kick out of doing these podcasts I mean although they're not I gotta to admit
0: I'm a little disappointed that neither one of you said that your dream <laughs> was to have a whiskey
2: podcast well,
1: away. I like it's creating you know it's these it's although it's not the yeah. it's not, the not that I album. had my
2: penis in my hand this morning well my dream was but to be sure, on this podcast <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's it that's it when I was a kid when I was a kid I dreamed that I would have a podcast I didn't know what a podcast was they back then they weren't invented yet but <laughs> I had a dream ago. that someday I would sit <laughs> in my house smoking cigarettes incessantly drinking bourbon and hope with the hopes that people would listen to my whiskey babble uh, <laughs> and that well, we dream a few of you that Thanks. dream has come true <laughs> and that eight people would watch it.
1: <laughs> six. Six
2: subscribers. Bob, Tom, <laughs> Tammy, and Jamie, thank you very much. For <laughs> <watching>. uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> How successful is your, uh, your YouTube channel? Well, we can name all six people watching yeah. it. <laughs> so well, you're pouring some more Weller. Oh, yeah. and, uh, should so, we talk about that? Yeah, or? absolutely. We yeah. should talk about it for a second because that is part of the podcast. We are supposed to talk about the whiskey. This is the Weller uh, Antique 107, the original weed mm-hmm. bourbon. I don't know what the mash bill is. A lot of people say it's unknown. Um, Weller, of course, from the Van Winkle family. And this is the one that, that disappears off the shelves now because when it becomes available, like I said, it's a reasonable purchase at 27 to 30 bucks a bottle. But since people can't afford or get the Van Winkle, they immediately flock to the Weller. And it's a great, great bourbon. It really is. When
2: I walked into the place to grab my Weller on Saturday, Uh there was about six on the shelf. When my wife went back to get one for you, there was like one. One. Wow.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my friend went to go uh, try to buy some and they actually had a sign up that said no more Weller. They Mm. were done. I mean, it's, and, and I will, uh, in the upcoming podcast with the superintendent of liquor control for the state of Ohio, I will ask him, you know, why there seems to be a shortage of the good stuff, which they, in emails back and forth, say that might necessarily be the case. And you might be surprised at the strides that uh, Mr. Kneppa is taking. I'm, gl- to, I'm glad to hear that. To make Ohio a, glad a more that. bourbon whiskey. Uh, friendly state.
2: There is a lot of money and state taxes to be made here in Ohio for people who love bourbon.
0: Um, would you, sure. did you pick up on anything? This is this has got a strong cinnamon. Well,
2: it's a sweet because it's more, more of it. a more of a, uh, a wheat mash bill, yes. correct?
0: Well, we don't know what the mash bill is. I can tell you that it's about it's aged about six to seven years, mm-hmm. and that's a guesstimate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm not certain what the mash bill is in respects to the antique 107.
2: Uh, a little All bit I can of tell spice. Is that the
0: 107 stands for the proof. Yeah, so,
2: it's hot. I can taste that. A little you know. spice, uh, some some vanilla. It's sweet right mm-hmm. up front. You mentioned cinnamon earlier, and I, I, mentioned I do cinnamon. agree with that. I, once you mentioned yeah, that.
0: cinnamon. I get the cinnamon before and after,
2: and now I have one
0: full bottle of Weller Antique 107 left. So and this and is a half. like a
2: huh? and a half. Oh no, that's <laughs> going to go lower before the night's <laughs> out. Mine's right about here. Yeah, which to the key, which is fine. You know, because
0: what's the what's the point, people? Uh, for those of you who aren't watching the YouTube uh, video of this and are just listening, can I just share something? Uh, a lot of people collect whiskey. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. collect art. I've said that before on a podcast. Drink whiskey. Mm-hmm. Share it with somebody you love, respect, that that has an appreciation for it. Uh or you me, know, <laughs> or, or, or Greg, but you know it—it's it, supposed to be opened, and it's supposed to be poured, and it's supposed to be, you know, uh, enjoyed. I—I I hate the fact that, that that you know, oh no, 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 we don't. That's just a collector's bottle. I mean, there's a bottle of old Rip Van Winkle up there that I could sell for six hundred and seventy-five dollars. I'm going to open that bottle before it's all said and done. Now, granted, I'm going to wait for a special occasion. To
2: the hundredth podcast. Huh? The hundredth podcast? Oh, is this the hundredth right. podcast? No, no, no. You will open it during the hundredth like podcast. That. Oh, can I, can I, I can do that. I can do that. Like But I must be your guest that <laughs> night. Yeah, that's fine. I'll be <laughs> I don't care. I mean, <laughs> is, I mean, don't you?
0: Can't you appreciate that this is our our sixty first bottle? This is, this is bottle sixty one. We've had more than sixty one podcasts. Yeah, we're around
2: seventy. Have you guys repeated at all?
0: Repeated whiskeys? Yes. No. no, there's not been. I. I, I that's, that's why. That's good. why I mark them down. I, well, I don't put them online. Uh-oh, actually, here we go. Uh, there it is. There is a a, take a little inside baseball right now, right guys. Right there, right there. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of it and post I use, it. I use a thing called a pen and paper. <laughs> and I, and I, yeah, there, 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 I'm going to
1: post this I, to the Instagram account. That's if anybody fine. cares, they can find it on that Instagram. Is right and,
0: uh, you can't read Very my nice. handwriting, but yeah, I, I mark down uh, each time we have a different whiskey. We're at 61. And nothing's been repeated. Nothing's been repeated. There have been uh, brands like, uh, say, Four Roses. Sure. And then maybe Four Roses single barrel. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. But the, but but never the same.
2: A different a label whiskey it, twice. It counts. We've
0: had a couple. Of, we've had what? Well, we've had the Gentleman Jack, Jack Daniels single barrel. We've had Jack Daniels products, but yeah, but not never the same same whiskey. There's no reason to have the same whiskey. There are so there's many. so many. You're right. There's uh, I'll never. Get through all the whiskeys that are available um, before this podcast is. But at some point, they'll have
2: to get a bigger house. (laughs) Have to get a bigger house or
0: uh, drink more whiskey and (laughs) and, and, and go through the bottles bottles
2: quicker. Um, You know, low in calorie. (laughs) It's it's good for you. Yeah, it's
1: good for you. By the way, I'm, I'm posting the list of uh, all the whiskeys uh-huh. on, on our Instagram. Because yeah, you might well. get business. that. Get say that. Say that now. Get it out of the way. Yeah. So subscribe or uh, follow us on Instagram. It's Whiskey Business Podcast. Mm-hmm. We we'll, we'll oh, post man. Pictures and I, that uh-huh. cinnamon
0: just pops at me from the from the nose to the taste to the after. I this stuff but-
2: is so good, man. It really is. It really is. That's only twenty five dollars a freaking bottle. I paid twenty seven. I think twenty seven. Twenty seven. Oh. I think. Yeah. So I, I wasted my gas money to go down to London, Ohio for. You didn't a, waste it. That was a for good two dollars less. That was a, that
0: was a that was a good trip. That oh was a good my trip. God. You brought me back uh, back a bottle of Special Reserve. Mm-hmm. And then I picked up another handle of it uh, just on Tuesday. So that,
2: that was like because I got there was a message on a board that I I board with how old I am, a page on Facebook, <laughs> right <laughs> on, your, on your AOL AOL <laughs> board, saying like Weller in the wild, and this is where it's at. And that was at seven thirty on Friday night. And then, and then the next morning, I read that and I'm like, oh Jen, we're going to go on a road trip, and why? Because we're going to go find some bourbon. And I, maybe cute. they'll have some some Elmer T there too, because maybe this guy likes Weller, and there's some Elmer T there. I don't know. I asked about the Elmer T for you when I picked up the spot, and he only had three bottles of it. And oh. they
0: were. And that's the thing, you have got to now if you are a bourbon enthusiast, and you actually have to establish relationships. I'm trying with various liquor agents in the city that will put you on a list and give you a heads up. When something special comes in, But that's I the hate only people. reason I got I the handle. People,
2: sorry, no, just- <laughs> I know you hate people that do that.
0: I, I know, but but what choice do I have?
2: <laughs> no, no. At
0: least, at least, at least the bottles when I get them, at yeah. least the bottles are going to someone who shares. That's true. <laughs> yes, thank I you. I agree. You know, not somebody who hoards. No. Somebody who shares. And what no, I tell no, you, no. you know, you were going to bring over a bottle of, uh, of Colonel Taylor tonight. Cur- yeah. The, the- and what I tell you
2: keep it there keep because, it there because
0: yeah. I'm coming over that's true and I want you to have good bourbon when I come it's over unop- oh thank you <laughs> that's why <laughs> I, mean,
2: I keep trying to push like old um, um, old, uh, granddad
0: old granddad bonded we'll get that we'll get that one that oh, was good tough. I tried that at your house for the first time and we'll have that on the podcast because that's one of those bourbons that we love it's under 20 it's under it's it's under 50 bucks a bottle it's like 25 24 bucks a bottle oh no 20 19 dollars oh a bottle, shit
2: <laughs> 19 dollars a bottle my friend and that stuff is like good yeah
0: there's there's so many good good whiskeys that are affordable when it comes to uh dreams dreams that we all still have mm-hmm. um i still have some dreams of things that i want to do i guess my question is uh are you there are you where you want to be
2: do, uh, okay, so let me ask you something. When you have a dream, and the dream has not ended, are you always at the finish line? I'm never at the finish line in my Maybe dream. He answered a question with a question. No, what I'm saying <laughs> is this is going to blow
0: up. The a, podcast is uh, going to blow up. I don't know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> answered a question with a question. <laughs> goddamn <laughs> that motherfucking goddamn John <laughs> Whitney. Fuck him. <sighs> Well played,
2: sir. Well played. <laughs> I no, I don't I'm not where I want to be at all. My my dreams have not been fulfilled yet. Because I'm not where I want to be. I, I'm not I'm not I'm doing what I want to do, but I'm not making the kind of money I want to do while doing what I want to do. I used to do drugs, but then I <laughs> used to
0: And I used to use the word do way more often than <laughs> I do now. You know. <laughs> Miss Hedberg, anyway, so
2: <laughs> but but yeah, I'm not quite there yet, you know what I mean? It's like I, I, I want to continue to try, and that's what kind of drives me and drives my dreams, is that I, I continue to work hard as hard as I can. So when
0: I say, are you there, the fact that you are working, you're not in your head, you' no, not you're, there yet when, when you, when not when
2: I, but you kind of are. In what way, Dino? To please, please enlighten me because I, 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 want right, here's, here's I want to be in a spot where people give me money to make movies. I understand that. I understand
0: that. <laughs> right. And that is a... You know what I mean? That is a
2: bigger dream. Yes. Yes.
0: But as far as the dream, as you move through life and progressed as the responsible adult that you are, are you doing what you love?
2: Absolutely. The, it, it, and so now you're that saying respect, and that you, look was the dream respect. has been fulfilled because uh, well, I'm, I'm asking, doing something are you
0: there now I'm not saying that are you I'm not saying that, that it has to stop mm-hmm. there because I guarantee you I know this much about you if someone paid you money yes to make a film yes and that film was awesome yeah. and that film went on to uh Garner awards. Let's go crazy and say the Oscar. Your dream wouldn't be done. You wouldn't stop there. No, no, no. Not at all. No, no, you wouldn't. Of course not. No, you would follow it up with a really shitty movie. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody would say, he's lost his magic. He's lost he's his art. He's the ours. new Kevin Smith. <laughs> and, then, and then you come back and make another great movie. But I'm saying that your dream, I mean... That is like pouring down, you know, rainbows if you you were to get to that level of success. But you wouldn't stop making
2: films. No. So, in essence... It's almost like you don't stop breathing. Right. You have to keep moving. And it's, it's, it's kind of like, I, I always like equate productions and my career as a filmmaker as moving a rock up a fucking hill.
0: Well, that's what you tell me all the time when we, when we have our, we're, we're getting ready to, uh, yeah. to do some other things. And you always say, you're ready to move that rock up the hill is what you always text me
2: because and it is it's a, it,
0: it is. It is a rock up a hill. Hansberry. Uh, I think I know what the answer might be, but right. Are
1: you there? No, no. Um, I feel like the theme, the theme that I've been projecting uh, is. I think it, is, it changes. I, you know, you don't want to sacrifice or um, compromise your goals or your dreams, uh, but at the same time, they change. Like, like for example, I got I got a couple kids, and I have the best time fucking around with the music with them. Like, the boys got a drum kit, uh, and that not not necessarily isn't my dream, but part of that. Not to get all sappy, but like... don't Sappy's fine, man. You know, when you think about it, when you're sitting there in the basement and you got your three-year-old daughter banging on the drum kit oh. and Davis is pounding on the keyboard sure. and we're screaming in the microphones, like, isn't that what you want to do anyway? Like, that's if you a, have a million dollars... That's
0: probably a dream that you weren't even anticipating.
1: Exactly, and it's... It's adjacent. It's it's rock and roll adjacent. Uh, you keep playing, son, because you are, you're you're my retirement man. now. Yeah. I went to New York. I went to New York in April
0: to see my daughter perform, and it was a very important performance because there were people there to see her, and she yeah. knocked it out of the park. And 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 once again, a dream you weren't counting right. on, a dream I wasn't counting on. I wasn't counting on 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 a guarantee a guaranteed night that I'd be able to see my daughter just perform her ass off with, sure. with uh, her music and some some magnificent covers that she did but i mean she you know she she knocked it out of the park that was a dream that i've had i want my daughter to be successful but right. i actually got to watch a portion of it for her sometimes sometimes the dreams that we have do evolve fall, evolve and yeah. fall back yeah. on on our offspring. sure. So, so is, it, by, is well, it like
1: your dreams
2: never die by extension? <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? You know, it's just like, be, you know.
1: He's going to want to be a, an accountant or something. But but realistically, um, we had your boys' uh, actors on. I think um, Osbeck and some John of the John Osbeck,
0: Ralph Scott, uh, and Rick mm-hmm. Napoli. And yeah. um, I,
1: I, I can't remember if all of them or some of them, um, they make a living acting. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they could they walk did. up and down the street. Nobody probably would recognize them. But they get a they, that's what they do for a living, and I think that realistically that could be achievable for me in some variation. Like I've got a cool fucking job. I work at a radio station, do these podcasts. Yeah, it's not playing in front of bands, uh, you know, venues and, and 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 writing songs and stuff. But nobody's flashing their tits at you. I'm well, saying. Yeah, not even my wife. <laughs>
2: Uh, but not I think you write write really good song <laughs> no, like, Honey, this is, with this her is name in it you. it you know what the hell dude come on this is a crowd petition Mallory, <laughs> <rhymed, laughs> Ma- Mallory rhymes with memories <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mallory show me your memories. Uh I'm so, sorry Mallory no,
0: I'm really sorry just, I'm not uh, there yet but I
1: also I my think myself can do so. it I think I think it's not out of, out of reach or you know out of question to keep keep pushing and and Maybe I'm not going to sell millions of, of records, but.
2: I think uh, creative people just don't lose the spark, I yeah. do think.
1: And that's... if I can make enough money to pay the rent and do cool fucking stuff like this podcast, work at a radio station, gig <laughs> every couple months or every once a month or whatever, to me, that's a successful. That
2: sounds like a man has given up. Oh, fuck just, <laughs> joking, dude.
1: Ugh, I, uh, <laughs> just ripped the soul right from me. I just fucked I, I dug up my. <laughs>
0: my uh, high school yearbook my senior year and in the back they have the senior directory and I'm looking at uh, at where I was and what I was thinking As and it didn't even come up in the podcast that's how <laughs> this, this is a classic example what's in here of how much I was influenced by by television I can't wait you
2: teased me earlier
0: alright so. right. Uh, let's all the activities first of all freshman choir
2: Okay, that was awesome. Yeah, uh,
0: acapella choir, sophomore, junior, senior year. I was in the Key Club. Oh, what does that mean? Key, that key Club. Key Club is uh, a high school version of uh, a Rotary Rotary Club. I don't oh, know what okay. What the fuck yeah.
1: a Rotary Club is.
0: Not enough time in this podcast. All it's right. like uh,
1: chicken and peas.
0: Okay. Um, so. <laughs> uh, 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 the
2: ping pong club. Ah, nice. Uh, sophomore year. He's good with his hands.
0: Yeah, yeah. Spanish <laughs> club. Freshman and sophomore year. That stuck.
2: Just, Do you remember any Spanish words at all? ¿Está Susana en
0: casa? Okay. Cerveza
1: por favor.
2: ¿Está
0: Susana en casa? Is Susan at home? And someone else is
2: supposed to see. Do you, you have a girlfriend named Susan? And,
0: and someone else is supposed to say,
2: Sí, <laughs> si,
0: uh, 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 Sus- Susana en la sala. And she's in the living room. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. ¿Está Susana en that casa? Wasn't his line, and they go, no. "See, si, yes. And I say, ¿En la sala? In, in the, the living, living room? room? And they say, No. In la cocina. In the casino. No, she's in the kitchen. Uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's in the casino. Yeah. Who got the easy line, C <laughs> <See? No. laughs> and no? The only other thing I know Spanish be Mexican is, number two is cerveza fría, por favor.
0: Cerveza fría, por favor. And uh, and if I ever go to a Spanish-speaking country, uh, ¿Dónde está la biblioteca? <laughs>
2: No, Donde está casa de Pepe? Donde está la biblioteca? No, okay. the where's, the, where's the, the library? library. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So drink beer in the library.
0: Yeah. Uh, and that one and. Ay, una colebra! Oh, a snake. <laughs> you have to say it like that. Ay, una colebra! That's what I'll do if I ever see a snake if I'm
1: in a (laughs) Spanish-speaking country. (laughs) Ay, uno culebra! Think how excited you'll be if you go to Mexico and see a snake. (laughs) I (laughs) guarantee
0: you. I guarantee I will be. (laughs) Ay, uno culebra! to the style of people in
1: This guy must not have any snakes up in America <laughs> it was uh,
2: colder
0: up there. I was also in the science yeah. club I don't know how that happened my senior year I didn't go get that one at all because I suck at science. Yeah. but here's what I wrote down as far as my future go into law it. enforcement and become a cop. hopefully, Hopefully, go as far as detective first grade. What the fuck, dude? Settled in New York, San Francisco, or Los Angeles. What are you, Kreskin? Again?
2: What the fuck? <laughs> what? That was close.
0: That was close. I was an investigator, yes. but I wasn't a cop. You lived in that's LA, another. though, for a while. I did live in LA, and I was in New York, mm-hmm. and I did comedy in San Francisco, but uh, that's another podcast for another time when I was actually uh, pursuing law enforcement to to be a police officer and it didn't happen and i became an an investigator instead but i I think the reason that that said there is new york san francisco or los angeles is because um starsky and hutch los angeles Uh new york beretta
2: fucking a dude beretta robert blake in beretta starsky and hutch fucking beretta
0: but right, the Starskin and Hutch, <laughs> and I think they were in Los Angeles. I'm pretty sure they were in Los Angeles because that that uh, that sweet car would have uh, never lasted in no. any, <laughs> any other place. No. And San Francisco, fucking Michael Douglas and uh, Carl Malden, the Streets of San
2: Francisco. Yeah, there you go. I was I
0: was all about the cop shows, you know, when I was when I was in high school. And so, all right, there it
2: is. Yeah almost yeah, but but it's there's connective tissue there do you know there is connective tissue there is connective sure. tissue yeah and i i did study criminology and i still study criminology are you the are you my guy like you have guys right you're like uh, like <laughs> that's what i need a lawyer who can get guy. me out of jail i got a guy i got a guy so yeah. if if i'm a guy if i need somebody who can like look into something are you my guy depending on what you want me to look into Okay, well. <laughs> give, me an, give me an example. Uh, so, if, if I needed to find somebody, I'm keep your guy. my guy. <laughs> I'm your guy.
1: Right. <laughs> I'm my guy. Find
2: Tom, to I'm coming for you, <laughs> motherfucker.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you wrapping it up? I'm trying to. Well, I want to give a shout out. Give a shout out to uh, Jumping Jesse. Who's Jumping Jesse? Uh, one of our followers uh, subscribes to us on iTunes. Oh, not YouTube. Fuck. No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> uh, Jumping Jesse, we have an, a YouTube account now. We invite you to subscribe. You're our sixth subscriber. Um, anyway, uh, he or she, Jesse, um, gave us five stars. Nice. Wow. And uh, says, love the podcast. Never knew who I'll meet or where Dino will take me. And all while sipping whiskey. Gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Jumping Jesse.
0: Thank you, Jumping Jesse. Yes, I love nice. that. Very That's nice. awesome.
1: So uh, we invite you to rate and review rate us rate on and iTunes, review US please. by all means rate
0: and review us and and um and note that uh, coming up uh, at least recording it on August 14th superintendent of liquor control for the state yeah, of Yeah, we're going to get to the bottom of all this. That's going to be a good one. He seems I don't know the man. I don't know the man, but all the emails I've exchanged back and forth with him, he he seems very uh open and available and 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 definitely willing to set the record straight as to like I said the myth and mythology as to you know, all bourbon drinkers think that Ohio gets short changed That's so. good to know.
2: I'm, I'm excited to hear
0: that. So, um, and I uh, have to decide what whiskey we will have for the superintendent. You gotta
1: impress him. No pressure. <laughs> hide the hide hide
2: the, the, <laughs> pappy. Hide the illegal shit. Uh, hide the pappy. Hide the pappy. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I, I I'll say it
0: right now. I think we'll probably go with the Weller Special Reserve. That's good mm. stuff.
2: Yeah, I think so. Good
0: stuff. I think so. That'd be good. So there sort of kind of but not done there unexpectedly with things that also that you love but still holding on to the dream mm-hmm. you know yeah if, if it could be and me uh, i'm in a i'm i'm in a i'm probably in the most interesting time
2: in my life. Yeah, where are you, Dino, with where, where your dreams are, right? Yeah, right now. now. we never ask right. you that question. Yeah. You can give us an answer for that.
0: Um, I worked at a radio station for 24 years. Sure. Which wasn't necessarily your dream. Was not my dream. It was not my dream. It turned into a lovely reality, and I have nothing but fond memories of it. A good
2: outlet for your comedy.
0: Uh, it was, it, it, well, comedy mm-hmm. got me the radio sure. job. <laughs> it's so weird how everything gets. You, you talk about connected investigative work led me led me to stand up by accident. Mm-hmm. Comedy led me to radio. Radio brought me back into writing and film and and so forth. So it, it, it's weird how the fabric of everything uh, sometimes is stitched together by by maybe the thinnest of threads, but nonetheless still you know, leads to something else. Mm -hmm. So now I am not in radio, and the question that I probably, and and, and I, I say this lovingly, the question I probably hate the most is, so what are you doing? You know, what are you doing? What are you doing now? You know, I've been off radio now for a month and a half, six weeks, a relatively small amount of time, but it seems like forever. And I say that in a positive way because now... I have an opportunity to focus a little more on the things that I was still doing when I was doing radio. Our film work together, uh, sure uh, theater, comedy, uh, writing in general. Um, I'm, I'm finishing up that book of essays by the end of the year. Um, I am in a good place. So am I there? Yes, and I'm kind of with you, Whitney. Yes, I'm there. I'm living the dream because I have uh, the opportunity and the time and the resources to uh, pursue the things mm-hmm. that that that, mm-hmm. that nurture me and, 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 and fill me up sure. creatively, not to sound sappy and right and so forth. Uh, but am I there as far as the success of them?
2: No, of course not. Let me put a visual on that. Your you're one foot is grounded in reality of where you're at, and what you're doing, and what you want to do. The other foot is through this circle of vortex, <laughs> and it's like this like the astronaut speaking. This of blackness it. of nothingness, but you have one foot in there. You don't quite see what the other foot is. What is the other foot? I have one where? foot.
0: In the, I have one foot in the blackness.
2: Yes. What is there? You don't know. Do you step through whoa, the blackness whoa, whoa, whoa. Did, into the blackness? Wait, wait,
0: wait. Did I put that foot in the blackness on purpose? Is the, is the blackness the unknown?
2: Only if you're okay with blackness. It's okay. I I'm fine with blackness. Uh, I'm good with the blackness.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Dark individual. I'm fine with the blackness.
2: So it's, like, it's kind of like, like it, this scary thing of like w- stepping through the void mm-hmm. into what is next.
0: You know, I. I, I I'm, no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to agree with that because I have absolutely no. More wine. I, <laughs> and water for our horses. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I am kind of, I hate to sound like that new agey type of individual, but on some level, I guess it would qualify. I'm kind of letting the universe dictate things for a little bit. And I never had the opportunity to do that. And I'm not getting any younger, so if there was a time to, all right, universe, you know, show me what you got and, and see if you point me in a different direction. My dream at 59 years of age isn't so much a dream, it's a statement. I know I have one chapter left. There's another chapter still to be written. I'm not done. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? You're not done. No. You're certainly not done. You're the youngest of this trio. Yeah. I mean, I would... I would. I hope I'm I not w-
1: done.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't kill. That'd be wrong. But I would love to know what I know now. You've heard that cliche a times. Yeah. yeah, I would love to know what I know now about life and be your age. Yeah. Even though I feel that I've always been an old soul to begin with, I still would, would love to, to know what I've known and learned about life and be at your age. I would do things uh maybe not differently, but with more more self-assurance. Sure. yeah, yeah right. doubt 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 self-doubt know? is is self-doubt is a killer. I think, well I think oh there's my God a, yes there's, there's yes a, you have self-doubt absolutely. You have a huge amount
2: of self-doubt. I do. I'm the most self doubtly kind of guy there is. I mean to, to, <laughs> to, to
0: the entire process of the film that we made, I you, you would get bummed out and and, and I'd have to and I'd have to remind you, of how good you really are. And and that's fine. It's 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 have okay. Have another have
2: some more <laughs> No. No, no, no. I don't
0: have to, another. I'll pat you but, on the back but, for you. Uh, no, no. <laughs> that's okay. It's good to have people like that. I'm in your corner. You're in my corner. You're in my corner. Yeah. Um, you know, we have we have uh, wonderful aspirations as to what this podcast can be. We you know, we know we know, we know there are literally thousands and thousands of podcasts out there. And that people have a choice. We appreciate the small amount of people that listen to this one as it is. Jumping Jesse. Yeah, jumping Jesse. do
2: dreamers need to have people that can support the dream? I don't know if they need people to
0: support the dream, but it doesn't fucking hurt. Yeah. It doesn't hurt when somebody gets on board with your dream and believes and supports what you believe in. That can only help.
2: I I believe in people that support the dream and live the dream and want to live the and want to live the dream. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know what I mean it's just like if you can surround yourself with people that are dreamers. Dreams can come true.
0: Uh, there you go. Cue the music, Barry. <laughs> I, think, I think you almost paraphrased what Walt Disney said earlier. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, not so much. It wasn't Mike tyson but <laughs> but oh. it definitely had a Disney feel to it. Go ahead, minus the tattoo. So, people, I guess if, if, if we're coming, not that we were trying to preach a lesson here this evening by any stretch of the imagination, but dreams are good dreams are good dreams are necessary dreams keep you vital dreams keep you moving so never as john whitney said uh stop dreaming because uh and i'll and i'll quote i'll quote mickey work from diner again (laughs) if you're not dreaming bagel you got nightmares let me close things up by saying Whiskey Business is a Never the Luck production produced by producer extraordinaire and tonight's guest, Greg Hansberry. Also, uh, stepping into new worlds with a videography by John Whitney on our YouTube channel as well. Thank you, John. I much appreciate it. I appreciate no worries,
2: it. No worries, no worries. Having uh, fun,
0: having fun. All the opinions are those of myself and, and my guests, sometimes reluctant, sometimes not. I think tonight's conversation was... Was as honest as three guys can get. uh, It's a good one. About about where they're at in life and and what their dreams have been and what their dreams may still be. So uh, hopefully, uh, you got something out of it. And if it inspires you, all the better. Until the next bottle, see ya.